Ladies and gentlemen, okay, that was a bit loud. Hold on, let me try that again. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. It has been, I think, around two years, a little bit under two years since the last podcast episode, or the last time I tried to attempt to record a full-on podcast episode, so here we are. And first off, I'd like to say that this podcast is a direct result of the voice memos that we used to send out on text. A lot of you probably know about the text reminders we sent out, and I had a lot of fun with that. I had a lot of fun with the interaction. It was very chill. I just like randomly have a thought come into my head. I'd send you guys a voice memo over text. Obviously, you guys probably know I stopped doing that because the issue of that was the cost. And I can't tell you guys the exact amount it would cost to send you guys one text message, but just know it costs around the average price of a game console. And I wanted to send you guys happy reminders and, you know, send you guys voice memos. But yeah, that's a that's a little out of my budget right now. So instead, we got this very chill, casual podcast setup that we're going to be bringing to you guys every single Monday. If you guys are new here, my name is Simon Kim. I run a brand called Keep It Wholesome, and I also make videos online surrounding positive mental health topics. And I've been doing this for the last about two years, which is crazy to say. It is so weird to say that, but we've been going strong for two years and I decided why not take another stab at this whole podcast thing, but actually put in the effort and make sure I stay consistent with it. We're at least going to get to episode number 10, guys. We're at least going to get to episode number 10. All right. Anyways, how this podcast is going to be structured is we're going to first start off with life updates. So, I mean, the biggest thing that's going on in my life is... We just finished up the Keep It Wholesome release. I got around an hour of sleep over two days packing up these orders, making sure they're out, but it's out now. We're all good. Your packages are on their way. Thank you so much for the support on that release, by the way. I did not expect that to happen. I went into that release expecting the worst because Keep It Wholesome's followers have been down. Engagement hasn't been that high. And overall, I didn't really think it would do that well, but the community keeps showing up and we were able to raise around $1,200, I believe, for the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. That number isn't final, but that is just such an amazing feat. And I think that may bring us over $10,000 donated in total over the past two years, which is just like the most amazing thing ever. So thank you so much for your support on that release. Other life updates. I brought my fridge up from the basement, a little mini fridge, put it in my room, and now I have a bunch of yerba mate. I've been drinking yerba mate. Uh, That's kind of what I'm on right now. I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm kind of like a caffeine addict at this point. I get up early and for some reason, I feel way more productive when I have coffee or I have some sort of energy drink in my hand. And I was like this. Yeah, this probably isn't the healthiest. So we're going with a yerba mate, a little more healthy, natural caffeine. That's what's been going on in my life. Um, Anyways, after I give you guys life updates in this podcast, the bulk of what we're going to be talking about is going to come from you guys. So essentially, each week, I will ask you guys on Instagram to ask me questions or send in specific topics you want me to cover, and we'll just have an open dialogue about that at Weekly Voice Memos on Instagram. Give it a follow. Give it a follow. So for example, for this episode, I put something up on my story asking you guys to ask me questions about what you're going through or just topics that you want me to cover, and I've gathered a list of three specific questions that I'm going to be answering in this episode And you guys honestly had some really amazing questions and had some really cool topics that I wanted to get deep into. I actually looked back at the podcast episodes I used to do a few years ago and I realized that I didn't know what I was talking about. I would get questions from people talking about specific things where I had no idea how to answer their questions, but I would just kind of riff off of what I was thinking. And in a way, I feel like that isn't the best way to go about it. So I'm only picking questions and topics that I have specific 
personal experience dealing with. So I feel like that makes it also interesting because I can tell you guys stories from my life and kind of what I've been through uh, in order to, I guess, give advice or whatnot. But obviously take everything with a grain of salt. I'm very young. I haven't been through a lot. So anyways, disclaimers out of the way. Let's hop into the first question you guys had, which is why do you think we are never truly satisfied and how you've come to accept it? Okay, first of all, this is a great question and also bold of you to assume that I've accepted it because I have not. I feel like a lot of us struggle with feeling satisfied or feeling like we're working hard enough or accomplishing enough. It's actually really scary and that's one of the biggest things I've dealt with in the past two years with the growth of Keep It Wholesome, with starting to post more on social media, whether that's YouTube or TikTok. This is something that comes up a lot. And especially when I talk to other creators, this is like one of the first things that kind of gets brought up when we talk about the mental health of content creators or just people online is this idea of getting stuck on a hedonic treadmill. You guys can look that up on your own time. It's something that I researched a lot and it's definitely something that I'm on right now. So it's not the best situation, but there's this thing in life where the first time you accomplish something, it is the most amazing thing. You get this rush. You feel great about yourself. For me, maybe it's the first TikTok I made that blew up. Maybe it's the first order I got for Keep It Wholesome. Maybe it's the first 100 subscribers on YouTube. And in that same way, I'm even going through this phase with a podcast right now, right? Just at the beginning, when you start something new, you're not expecting anything. So anything that happens regarding that, any amount of people that listen to this podcast is really exciting for me right now because we are at the beginning of that. Like, for example, if 10 people listen to this podcast episode, I'm going to be the happiest person in the world. I'm going to be so happy about that because that means 10 people took time out of their days to sit down and listen to the podcast and actually care what I have to say, right? That's that's actually a really, really cool thing. However, maybe a year from now, if I see that 10 people listen to a podcast episode, that might make me sad. That might make me feel discouraged. And nothing changed between now and then except for the expectation that was tied to that, right? In the beginning, you're not expecting anything. But maybe a year from now, I'm expecting around 100 people to be listening to the podcast regularly. And it's only 10 this week. What happened? Something's going wrong. This sucks. I'm a terrible person. I'm not good at content creating. I'm not entertaining. And you kind of spiral down this loop, right? It's this never-ending hedonic treadmill of not feeling satisfied. And I feel like I've gone through this in almost every aspect of my life, whether it's the business, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or YouTube. This idea that you have to outdo yourself and do better than what you did the last time and the only thing that validates that is the numbers, right? Maybe for you it's grades. Maybe you have this standard now of getting a 4.0 every semester and when you get anything under that, you're, you're shattered. It sucks because that was your expectation for yourself. And that's a really hard thing to deal with, right? Now, like I said, I'm still dealing with this every single day. That podcast example is something that could happen to me. Uh, maybe my TikTok start flopping. Maybe my YouTube videos don't do as well. And it's a little complicated because what happens if you're livelihood is tied to those things what happens if your main source of income is these youtube videos and all of a sudden they're not doing as well all of a sudden you're thinking that you're a terrible content creator all that stuff ties in with that but the way i've been able to kind of i guess suppress that feeling of not accomplishing enough or feeling of kind of falling off in a way is that i constantly have to tell myself that my self-worth isn't completely tied up in all these different aspects of my life for example If tomorrow my TikTok account got deleted, if tomorrow my YouTube channel just poofed, vanished in thin air, tomorrow the brand just fell apart somehow, which would suck, 
I have to constantly remind myself that I am still valuable as a human, right? Because if you zoom out bigger picture, uh, just think about the person you are, there is so much more to who you are than what you're doing or what you've accomplished or your business or your YouTube videos. There is so much more to you than that. There's so much more to you than your grades or what clubs you're in or how good you are at a sport, right? But a lot of times, I think we associate a lot of our self-worth and put a lot of our self-worth into those things, right? And that is a scary thing. And to be fair, I think that's only natural. Like, in order to be a successful athlete, you have to really put a lot of your self-worth into that thing to drive you to become the best athlete that you can. If you want to get really good grades, you have to make that part of your identity, right? I was reading this book called Atomic Habits, and this is one thing he said. I didn't read the whole thing, but this is one thing that stood out to me. He said that if you make something a part of your identity, if you tell people, hey, I'm that guy that is going to get a 4.0 this semester. First of all, I don't know who says it like that. It's a bad example, but just just rock with me here. If you're that guy that says, I'm going to be going to the gym every single day. If you're the guy who identifies with these things, you're way more likely to actually do them. And in turn, you're going to be more successful. But the problem with that is a lot of your self-worth is now tied up in that thing, right? So I zoomed out the picture. Just imagine maybe zooming out on your life, right? Look at who you are. What do you like? What type of person are you? What are some characteristics that are unique about you? For example, my name is Simon. I like going out in nature. I like meeting new people, having deep conversations. And I like to think I'm a cool guy, right? None of that will ever go away. There is no number that I can see that's constantly changing about how much I like nature or how much I like to meet new people. That is something that is concrete. It's always going to be a part of me. And if Keep a Wholesome disappears tomorrow, everything I've done or quote unquote accomplished disappears tomorrow, I'm still going to be that same guy, right? And that is truly who you are. That is the core of who you are. You aren't all these different things put on top. Because on the other hand, someone could say that, oh, Simon's the guy with Keep a Wholesome. He runs this brand and he does all this. But those are just layers on top of the actual characteristics that I hold as a human being. And those characteristics are what make me valuable. That is truly where my self-worth lies, right? Because that can never be changed. And so if you're dealing with this struggle of putting your self-worth in a lot of things, or you're dealing with this idea that you're trying to constantly outdo yourself and you can't really feel content about it, zoom out and just look at yourself and who you are and what type of person you are. And just really think about where you're putting your self-worth, right? Think about the things that you're tying up your identity with. And if those are things that can change really quickly, really fast, and can go from good to bad really quick or go from bad to good really quick, then you might want to think a little harder about that and reshape your thinking. I don't think this is natural for humans to do, honestly, because I have to constantly remind myself of this. But just keep that in mind. Constantly remind yourself that you're worthy as a human for who you are and not the things that you do, right? or the things that you achieve. And I think we'll be good. I I think we'll be good. At least that's my temporary solution. If you got a better solution, shoot me a DM because I'm always looking for something to help me out. (laughs) Okay, question number two. I spent a lot of time in the last question. I'm sorry. Uh, What is a rule that you hold yourself by as a friend and as a person? I thought this question was interesting because honestly, I don't think about this a lot. I mean, I don't have my like 10 commandments of uh, who Simon is like taped on my wall that I wake up and look at every day, you know, I don't think it's something we really think about, but it's basically asking like, what are your morals or what's something that you stick to as a friend or as just a human being? So I was thinking about this and I realized that this is only something I've considered in the last few years. 
with starting Keep It Wholesome, I feel like it's genuinely made me a better person. And I'm not a perfect person whatsoever, right? I still do bad things. I'm not the, the best angelic child out there. Like, I'll still mess around with my friends and I'll still make mistakes and be dumb from time to time, you know? But I'd like to think that in the past few years, I've kind of transformed as a person and become more considerate of other people. Um, and honestly, that's just me constantly checking myself. Like, okay, this this sounds really cringe, but this is genuinely what I think sometimes. Like, I feel like because I started Keep a Wholesome and because that's something I've been working on and wanting to improve my own mental health and the way I treat others through that, I always think to myself, are you keeping it wholesome? I, I know that's okay. I, I know how that sounds. I know it's cringe. I, I don't know if that's like an ego thing or something. <laughs> okay, that's just embarrassing, but that is the truth. I check myself. For the past two years, I have checked myself on that because I just want to be a nicer person. And, you know, I haven't been the nicest person in the past. I'm probably way far off from being the nicest person ever, right? But I've constantly checked myself and become a better person through that. So I think as a friend, you just want to be a nicer person, right? My definition for friend is very, very, very vague. Like there will be someone I've only talked to once and I'll say that, hey, I'm friends with this person, which is kind of weird. It's not very normal. I don't think it's the best practice, but I think through that I've tried to at least make myself the most friendly to new faces and make sure that I'm making people feel welcomed. And if I had any rules associated to who I am as a person, it would just be making people feel comfortable and making as many new friends as possible and being nice to them. That's that's the main rules I would go by. Nothing crazy, kind of corny, but it's the truth. It's, it's what I go by and reminding myself to keep it wholesome. Yeah, very on brand. <laughs> okay, number three. When did you know that this is what you wanted to do? This is interesting. Okay, this is this is an interesting question because I think a lot of people have that moment, right? That moment that they fall in love with this specific thing. That moment where the student decides to switch his major from being a lawyer to an art student because he's quickly realized that that is his passion and what he wants to do. I haven't had a moment like that, I'll be honest, and I know it's it's not really glamorous, not really that cool per se because I do stuff online and I feel like a lot of people that are into social media or building these brands like have always had that story of like the time I knew that this was meant for me or maybe they're like I was just born out of the womb. I was ready to make some YouTube videos. I was ready to to make some business moves. Um, That was not the case for me. I think it was more of a slow growth on me pursuing my interests. And honestly, when I look back at the last 19 years of my life, I don't think there was a specific moment where I realized that I wanted to make videos online or create content or pursue some sort of social cause such as mental health awareness. It's almost as if I had these interests that slowly over the years started layering themselves on top of another. So for example, I talk about this a lot, but when I was around 8th grade, 7th grade, maybe like 11, 12, I used to make Minecraft YouTube videos. I loved making these Minecraft YouTube videos. I love watching these Minecraft YouTubers. Um, if you know, you know, like Bayesian Canadian, all these people. So I made a few videos on my own and I thought it was the most amazing thing ever. We had one family desktop computer. It was an old Mac. And unfortunately, this Mac was placed right in the center of our house. So when you walk into the door, you turn left, you just see this Mac desktop just sitting there, just chilling. So the issue with that is I had to wait until everyone left the house in order to make videos. I would wait 
for days just hoping that my parents would just leave the house to go grocery shopping or do something and I'd quickly run downstairs, jump on the computer, hop on Minecraft and record some videos. And I don't think that stemmed from anything, it's just that I loved watching YouTube videos and I loved engaging in those communities so I decided that would be something I would try to pursue. Um, no, you are not getting those, uh, you are not getting those YouTube links. You are not going to be able to see those videos or find them anywhere. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> but that is my first initial memory of me trying to make videos. So I've always loved making videos since then. I made Call of Duty YouTube channels. I made, uh, YouTube channels playing Madden. I made a few TikTok accounts, but I think I started to get a little more serious about building a business when I was a freshman in high school, where I had this YouTube channel playing Madden Mobile, um, where I would play this game on my phone and I ended up making a business. And that turned into a whole business of selling these in-game currencies. And I was like, huh, you know what? I like making videos. Wow, I also like making businesses too. I also love creating my own little business that could be mine and building these things and making this thing come from nothing and be this thing that people can actually support as an entity that was that was the most confusing wording i could have used um <laughs> but regardless i still feel like to this day that starting a business is a form of creativity so it's always been intriguing to me so at that moment freshman year of high school i'm like okay i like videos i discovered that when i was in eighth grade now i also like business and it wasn't until later in high school i would say around my sophomore year where I really started to struggle with my own mental health and uh, there's a whole story attached to that I can go into that later nothing crazy but it's the first time I consciously remember thinking about that as a phrase like mental health awareness or caring about your own mental health it's the first time I got introduced to words like anxiety or depression it's the first time you know you become aware of these things you're not just like a happy-go-lucky kid you kind of understand that there are these mental illnesses and this is a thing so that was kind of stuck in the back of my mind, and I went through the year, through sophomore, junior year, kind of just vibing, just floating through life. And then my senior year, I decided, hey man, I need to do something. I love making videos, I love making businesses, I need to do something. So I started making TikTok videos because it was all the hype, right? This is when TikTok first came out, it was very hype. So I made a few stupid accounts, just making dumb trends, nothing crazy, nothing I'm so proud of. And at the end of this specific TikTok account, it had around 40,000 followers, I would say. I was like, bro, this is so dumb. I'm just making these trends, just chasing these viral videos, and there's no substance here, right? I may like making videos, but there's no point. And that's when I created my first ever video that is somewhat like what I make now, which was, I believe, a Reasons to Smile video, where I'd sit there edit together this this long one minute video put on some ambient instrumental and just talk genuinely talk about different reasons to smile what i've been going through and yes these videos are so cringe i can't watch them now i would hate to just put one of these videos on i, I couldn't survive watching these now but i believe that was the final layer to this sandwich of the things i enjoy one being the youtube videos or just creating videos in general two being the business, and three, having videos have some sort of social impact or something I care about, right? I thought it'd be so cool to have someone scrolling on TikTok and come across this video that's so different from everything else and just stop scrolling, breathe a little, and genuinely feel something. 
I think that was my initial goal. That's what I started it off as. And it became that. And obviously over the years, I've strengthened my understanding of why I do this. I think I would say a year back, I really had no clue what I was doing. I was like making these videos, doing this stuff for mental health awareness, but I didn't really understand what I was doing. And it wasn't until recently, I would say in the last like half a year, that I came across some specific encounters with people and moments in time where I realized why what I was doing was important and why these foundations matter and why your mental health matters. And it wasn't until extremely recently, guys, that I realized why it matters and why I do this. And since then, I've kind of cemented my understanding of that and my stance in that. And now this is something I want to support forever and I'm very passionate about. So yeah, I would say there wasn't this specific moment in time where I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. I want to make videos. I want to build a business from this. It's just been a slow layering of things I'm interested in to get to this point where I feel like I have a good grip on why I do things. So yeah, I'm just kind of pursuing the things I want to do now. And it's been it's been a ride. It's been a crazy few years. But honestly, when I think about it, when I zoom out bigger picture, even when I'm stressed, I do this. I'm like, would you rather be doing anything else? Is there any other job or any other thing that you'd be more interested in and every time it's no so as long as the answer to that question is no I'm gonna keep doing this all right that was a long long spiel but that was the final question of this episode but before we head off I do want to ask you guys for a favor now obviously I have to plug the Instagram at weekly voice memos Um, you guys should give that a follow but also send me dms of any topics you want me to cover any questions you have or things you're going through and we can kind of have an open conversation about it also let me know how you felt about this episode what are things that I could improve what are things I did good because I want to post this every single week I'm pretty serious about this to be honest I know I've said that before but I'm genuinely serious about having this podcast be a regular part of this community but of course the podcast can only get better if you guys give me good feedback so I'm really looking for that I'll be looking out for your dms and comments Really excited for the next few months of this podcast and what it's going to evolve into. And on a last note, thank you guys so much for supporting me over the past two years. It's crazy that it's been almost that long now. Um, And the fact that people are still sticking around supporting the brand really means a lot. And I promise we're going to do some cool things for this community within this podcast and have our own tiny little corner uh, within Keep It Wholesome to have some fun. So... If you have any ideas, if you have any suggestions, again, send me a DM at voice memos. Love you guys. Have a good day or night wherever you're listening from. Love you and as always, keep it awesome. See you next week.